Yeah. And I don't think I don't think the current I, like I don't like the current system is taking us in that direction. There's too much yet you're an optimist. I have to be. What cho- what choice do I have? Well, how, how how am I going to wake up each day and 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 look forward to to what I have to do and 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 take the right action to try and connect with people in, in an impactful way. What, what other choice is there at this point? Hello! There are some birds chirping in the background. I hope you have the pleasure of hearing them. They're really adding to the moment for me. The moment of recording for you, Movement Matters, with me, your host, Colin Kurtz, and today's guest, Adam Zaitz, a local, well, he's a lot of things. I met him as, he, he was a, we worked together for a little bit here at Koru, and we were introduced by somebody who's been on the show before, Rabbi Michael Shivek, mutual friend, and we've become good friends. And I'm, I'm going to just mention him as a friend. He also does, as he says in the show, work as a realtor, but I prefer to think of him as mostly a friend. And these birds are really, I hope you can hear them. They're really sweet. If you can't hear them, and maybe wherever you are, there are birds chirping, pause this and go listen to them. Unless for some weird reason you can't stand birds chirping, in which case, I'm sorry. And I don't know what to tell you. I will tell you a little bit about one of our sponsors before we're saying more about the episode, and myself, because I'm going to let this one. I didn't, I didn't say much in the last intro about me. <laughs> Mostly because Erwin is, in my world, he is a celebrity, and uh, I want to pay, I want to respect that, and wanted you to just get to the episode. So I did not feel a need to say much about myself. Uh, to dist- I didn't want to distract from, I didn't want to take away from him. And I hope you listened to that. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I can't wait to, yeah, it'll be wonderful to reconnect with him. And it's amazing, by the way, if you if you haven't, if you want to start something like this, let that be an, a testament to how you really just need to ask people. Like if you want to do this and you're not sure how, and specifically you're not sure how, like, well, am I going to be able to get guests? Am I going to be able to talk to certain people? Yeah, you are. If you ask, <laughs> ask, remember, ask. You'll get an answer. It might not always be the answer you want, but an answer is good. You'll get an answer. Which also relates to this episode, because mostly I'm going to... Well, I've jumped around a little bit there. Let's let's hone in on the sponsor piece. Um, Philadelphia Table Company, based... I I don't know what to tell you. They're based out of Yardley. Um, Wonderful company. 
And let's see, I'm looking at a couple pieces right now. They, they're like a table factory at this point, but instead of all the negative components that come with factories, like cheap products and uh, eh, things that won't last, as well as poor work conditions, <laughs> Philadelphia Table Company is one of the only companies in the area that creates products that you will literally be able to have for your entire life and you will never get tired of because, and you'll want to take from home to home if that's your, if you end up moving. It's, a, it's an investment to improve your home, your room, your office, your, in our case, front entrance way here at Koru um, forever. These products are the highest quality. They obviously, or not obviously, but they are wood-based tables and desks and um, stairs, and they've created all all kinds of wood-based products, and you will never get tired of their functionality and their beauty and their quality and the what they add to your world. So that was one of my less humorous plugs, not that I really think I'm funny, but... Um, yeah, tried to be sincere there, or at least earnest with respect to their uh, their wonderful business, Philadelphia Table Company. So back to the guest, Adam, and what we were discussing, and occasionally I'll say something about myself too. Um, questions. This, I, I make this statement as well in the show, and I want to reiterate it here because I think this is the key, one of the two key takeaways. If we could answer all of the questions, what would be the value in doing so? What is the what would be the value in being able to answer all of life's questions? I ask that because I do can increasingly believe that the conventional psyche, the tendency, the, 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 the normal psychological tendencies are to want to have answers for everything, or at least to have it all make sense a certain way. And I want you to consider the possibility that that one is not possible and two is a tendency we all need to re-evaluate and perhaps let go of, if not at least just rebalance our relationship with. Because I don't think it's ever going to happen and I don't think it would be good for us to be able to have all of the answers. And the, the desire for it, I believe, is one of, if not the primary pathologies of our culture and of our civilization and of our current um, predicament. There's no life-sustaining value to having all the answers. It's simply not life-sustaining. Does that mean we can't have some answers? Of course not. It simply means in certain contexts, we need to let the question simply be 
how we we need to be able to let the question simply stay a question. It needs to simply continue to live as a question. So how do you relate to a question? Well, you continue to ask it. You continue to look at it. But not for the sake of answering it, for the sake of letting it be almost like a tool, a guide. So what's an example? Um, We discussed quite a few in the show. One example would be... Let's see if something comes to me. Let it be for a moment. Um, Yeah, the other key part about this show, though, I think it's fair to say is, and I'm going to try to do this right now, (laughs) slow down. Slow down. This is a fast-paced conversation where we largely realize the need to slow down. I'll be honest, in some respects, I didn't know really what Adam and I would talk about. We've just, as often happens with a lot of my friends that come on, we've already had, because we've already had so many conversations, I just know, yeah, we can do this. Let's do this. See where it takes us. It's an adventure. It's literally living with these questions. We're literally doing what I just described. Slow down. Take deeper, more, yeah, take deeper, slower, fuller breaths. And look around and observe and get into the habit of just at least a little bit more, really, taking in what's around you and who's around you and the life that is literally right in front of you and that you are. I don't have a good example. I'm trying to think of one of the, uh, of what a, a question that we need to just let be a question. But you'll see one. Just notice the next time that you're you're potentially trying to force something or put it all together in a way that you can't that it's it's just impenetrable and it's complete and it's quote unquote perfect. I suspect it's not actually real that way. I don't think that'll likely be how it really is. And that's great. Thank God, so to speak, that's what it is. The thought of perfectionism does kind of break my heart at the moment. Uh, I have been, well, it's been less than a month. Yeah, it's been a hell of a, almost a whole month. Um, It's been a really enlivening month. Uh, I've been tested and I've been gifted in no, there's no uncertain terms. I've been gifted in so many ways, primarily with you, relationships, friends, family, 
new people, some really special new people in my life. I suppose, again, I don't want to speak about anything too specific or anyone specifically. I suppose, as I, I, I mentioned, I would you know share some things as I process all of this. Um, everything that's been changing for me. Um, there's never been a moment where it's been true for me that I'm alone or that someone else is alone. And I, I suspect most people do need to remember they're not alone and that they have someone right there wanting to connect with them and willing to connect with them and potentially support them. So on the off chance that you ever think you're alone, don't believe it. Don't trust that. I encourage you to wholeheartedly question that. Look around. Touch whoever. Touch. I don't necessarily mean literally, but, you know, reach out and touch. And if it is literal, wonderful. Yeah, there's no denying the need to touch. It's a good thing. It's part of movement. You can't... <laughs> understand yourself without being in relationship to everything around you, which partly means touching, experiencing, literally feeling. Yeah. F part of feeling is, of course, yeah, just nothing. There's nothing more to it. Feel whatever you're feeling. Uh, I have definitely felt more anger in the last month than I care to admit at times more so than others, and fortunately less and less as the days go on. But my God, like one of the, if not the only shitty thing that I've heard from somebody in the last month, um, the only thing I would ever want somebody to remember is feel what you're feeling. That doesn't mean do something in specific, specifically as a reaction to your feeling, but it's not advice that you probably haven't heard before that, or wisdom, so to speak, or um, guidance you haven't heard before. You have to feel what you're feeling. Don't suppress it. Don't hide from it. Especially don't hide from it. Don't lie about it. Don't try to make shit up to forget it or ignore it or pretend. Just feel it. I don't know why that's harder. I mean, I guess I do because... We've been conditioned to fear certain feelings. We've been conditioned to think that certain things are going, certain feelings are bad and certain feelings are going to lead to actions which won't be socially acceptable and yada, yada, yada. But if you can ignore all that noise and just feel it, and express it, but carefully, 
with consideration for others and people around you and most importantly, perhaps yourself. I think you'll learn. You'll learn what you need to learn. The alternative is probably you just end up repeating the same pattern and you probably perpetuate your own suffering and the others and the suffering of others unnecessarily and unintentionally. And why the hell would you want to do that? Hmm. On that note, <laughs> here's Adam. Sincerely, here's Adam and uh, enjoy. It's a lovely conversation. He's a wonderful, sweet man. Thank you for listening. See you on the end. See you at the end. Till then. All right, we're rolling. What do we say? We're aiming for magic. Let's make some magic make today. Make some magic today. I love that. <laughs> we're going to we're going to create something real special here today, hopefully. Mhm. Uh you should be all right. We can edit it, but make just generally if it's closer great. Don't worry if it's not. All right. It'll be you're you're soft spoken as is. I am very soft spoken. <laughs> <laughs> part part of the uh part of the goal get my voice going get it get it get it activated that's part of your act though because there's there's a lot more to you than a soft-spoken uh kind-hearted easygoing colorado uh coloradoan what it coloradoan coloradoan soon soon to be yes officially there's a lot more to you than that i'm very i'm very deep exactly (laughs) That's what I was saying. (laughs) Speaking of which, so I figured you'd appreciate starting with your boy's divorce. No, you don't know. Oh, oh, my boy Bill Gates. (laughs) It took me me a moment to to put two and two together. There There you go. Yeah, just announced 27-year marriage ending with a divorce, right? Yeah, I mean, there's. I guess there's some people who say, "Why is that even news?" There are people who say that is yes. Well, you could say that about any celebrity divorce. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah. this is news because you're here, and you have some intriguing points of view about Bill Gates, as I understand it. Uh oh. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, no, I mean, look, look tie it uh, in with look, the, the, the book. Yeah. Tie it in with the book. Okay. So if you want, well, first of all, I'll say that I, I don't know Bill Gates personally. I've never met the man. Um, he could very well be, uh, 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 you know, our, our savior and our hero. He could be the new God. He could be. Um, but I'm reading an interesting book, uh, called Oneness Versus the 1% by Vandana Shiva. Um, Which is mostly where we started this conversation a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it, it, it well, is. The ongoing conversation yeah, I, I our ur- world. Yes, I urge you to, to, to pick up a copy. Yeah, I had asked you if you watched that 
Uh, or you'd listen to that episode with Russell and you. Yes. Yes. And you yes. knew it very well. You knew, you know it extremely well. Well, I, I wouldn't say extremely well, but yeah, I mean, reading the book, it kind of crystallizes everything that I've, I've, you know, gone down the rabbit hole, so to speak, with these last 10, 20 years in my patterns of anger and injustice where I see the, the ruling class as lording over us. <laughs> but, but she really gets into the, the, the nitty gritty of it, of it all with Gates's investments in, uh, you know, chemical companies and the emerging technologies of molecular biology and, and the, the, um, you know, some of the ethical questions around that. Um, but she just ties it in all together so nicely with his investments and how they just contradict his his seemingly stated goal of 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 climate change and, and curing curing the um, you know deals of 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 where we at where we are at um, you know as a people as a, as a world and and granted climate change is of course. Is, you know, a huge issue that we need to face straight on. Mm -hmm. But I think we're just giving Bill Gates, you know, carte blanche, so to speak, to to kind of dictate policy and 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 um, with little say. Yeah, the book actually came. I, I just loaded up the summary. Came out in 2019. I have not read it, but I've heard her talk about it, and I. You and I both know about her work for which she's been doing for decades, I gather, specifically in India, but seemingly more internationally today. We'll lay out that. I'll mention obviously the news. India's in the news a lot right now. I assume you have a sense of that. Yeah, with the, the with the COVID crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I it could have all very well started with the Kumbh Mela, the big religious festival that that happens on a yearly basis where literally millions of people gather Makes uh, sense. Yeah. In, in one place and, and celebrate. Um, Is that the one with the colorful powders, so to speak? I'm sure there's lots of colors involved <laughs> in, but I think that's, I think that's the Diwali perhaps, or maybe, no, that's festival of lights. Specific festival where they, there's, but, yeah, you've seen yeah. many pictures of yeah. the colorful powders in the air. Yes, I've seen those, and those are beautiful. But the kum, the kumbh mela is maybe not for breathing in, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The kum is um, the largest religious gathering on earth. Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens annually in in, in about three or four different cities, mostly along the Ganges in India, where and you know tens of millions on up to a hundred million people gather within a very small space and, and, and are there to celebrate. Okay. You M B H M E L A. Okay. Yeah. Um, Indian festival 21. Yeah. So, I mean, very, very well could have started with the government allowing that, 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 that celebration, that gathering to, to right. take place. Who knows? Um, but yes, it, it appears that's that definitely are, one theory the BBC has here. Yep. It appears that uh, India is in a crisis of sorts. Yeah. And I bring that up because obviously 
<clears throat> excuse me, Vandana Shiva is mostly doing her work with regard to India, India and mm-hmm. Indian agriculture and farmers in India. And seeds. Seeds, and that's the more international component, of mm-hmm. course. Um, Greta Thunberg also I had on my list for us because she just um, took part. I forget what the actual organiz- or event was recently, but she was saying how it is the quote-unquote, you just called them ruling class, I think. <laughs> the the elites? The elites, yeah. Um, the, the, the 0.01% of the 1%? They are the mo- contributing the most greenhouse gases, she said. Who, who, who is she referring to? The quote-unquote elites, the 1% or 0.01%. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, these companies are, these corporations are... What this all builds up to is a question that I think we've been talking about, which is to say, to what extent can you, anyone, um, and I don't think we have the answer, but it's a conversation that I think is important to be having, to what extent can we really have faith in going about looking at these quote-unquote problems of which there seem to be increasing increased awareness and um, more severe consequences uh, with the same kind of, how can we approach them differently? Can we really be approaching them in the same way that we've more or less been approaching these things for at least the last probably post-World War II uh, era yeah and i would say it's even the you know since reagan and deregulation where everything's kind of amped up go on uh well in the 80s you know it was when deregulation truly began and corporations began began to uh take on a new oh i'm gonna film you talking now Uh oh. <laughs> the whole idea of a podcast Reg- is not the to reagan be- rant <laughs> No, no, I mean, I, from my limited understanding. Actually, no, a lot of people do film them. <laughs> do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Well, so, I mean, in the, in the 80s is when, is when these corporations truly began to, to take control and power and, and, and started lobbying and really dictating policy and really being involved intimately in politics and lawmaking in in Washington DC and 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 now we find ourselves in the modern era under under the control of 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 many of these corporations who quite literally you know tell us tell us how we you know what to eat and 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 how to be and 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 they're Quite literally, creating a a Pandora's box of sorts, and it's a very mechanical, mechanistic mind that Shiva talks a lot about. That's being driven by Vandana Shiva. Vandana, yeah. yes, Vandana. by Vandana, yeah, by a very uh, short-sighted mind that's focused on you know power, money, and our own individual well-being and of course we have to take care of ourselves but we i feel like we're failing to collectively take part in the conversation where you know we really attempt to tackle all these issues that we're facing with the climate with 
with food, agriculture, with pesticides. Mm -hmm. And and the story is being written by by these giants, I feel like. Inevitably, this relates to the vaccine, of course. Um, in the sense, <laughs> not, not that we <laughs> oh, need to Oh, you're going to get me in trouble, Colin. Not that we Come need on. to go there right away. You don't have to say anything you don't want to say. <laughs> you can edit things out, too. No, that's not that's not going to be fun. But plus, I don't even know what that would mean. Like Alex Jones is allowed to say whatever the hell he wants. How would you get in trouble? I know. Um, and I only know about that because I watched John Oliver's show last night from Sunday, which was literally all about the vaccines. And it's hard to ignore. I, I, okay, so interesting tie. And somebody like Alex Jones, obviously, people pay attention to him. He. There's a there's a perspective which is generally you could say characterized by questioning the quote unquote yeah establishments, but it's the questions take place in a lot of different ways. Our way of looking at it has more to do with what you just said and what she represents, Vandana Shiva, which is to look at things with this more holistic, long term, oneness oriented. Um, how is everything really interconnected kind of attitude? I mean, her, like you brought up seeds. I was introduced to her with a very simple documentary called Dirt, mm -hmm. which was really sweet. And she was a big part of that. Uh, and that was late in her career. She was already very well established in most circles. Mm -hmm. That was only 12 years ago and she was already a big figure I, in this I regard. No, I, yeah, I had no idea of her until, oh, you, until the last year or two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, good good little documentary, and she points out the incredible, not just like neat detail that is biodiversity and the reality of microorganisms and mycelium and um, the actual literal biological imperative for single-cell organisms in the Earth's top soil for us and for all of life but the fact that of course like you're kind of saying it's being unintentionally maybe but no matter how you look at it it's being eroded and also um devalued tragically and to the potential detriment of us or our way of life and, and a side note they may be hopefully i think they're leaving so hopefully we don't have to close the window <laughs> <laughs> You've had your time, landscapers. Yes. They literally have been here. I've been here since seven o'clock. They've been here far enough, long enough. It's not that much land to scape. <laughs> hopefully they're spreading uh microorganisms all throughout as well. Yes, hopefully it's not they're not spraying toxins. Will the windows open? I don't oh god. No, I think it was actually just pruning and oh, mowing good. and yeah, but wouldn't that be something? That would suck. <laughs> well, it's not like we're not breathing it in every every day of our lives anyways. Okay. I spoke with a really wonderful guy um, in the Netherlands a couple months ago, and he pointed out, of course, we're all breathing in plastic. So, all right. You brought up post-Reagan era deregulation or Reagan's influence on regulation and the increased propensity for deregulation and what that's meant for arguably a more corporatist nation and corporatist um, international norm. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're inextricably linked. Yeah. All these global organizations and, and, and these fortune 
100 companies and and the Davos people and who gather annually. They're all they're all related, my friend. They're all related. Yeah. I I don't know enough about Davos, but I want to hear what you know. But here's the rub, I in, guess. In we, tw- in 2030, yeah. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy about it. That's the quote. And that was what Snowden said too. That's what he was Klaus quoting. Schwab said, the chairman of the World Economic Forum. Okay. Oh, go where, on. Where, where Gates and 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 all those uh, players gather to 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 um, talk about policy and dictate uh, no, regulations that will be imposed upon us without so, without regard for. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm only joking. But. No, you're. It's important. But here's what I was trying to provide as a like foundational challenge sure, yes. for at least me and i think us because we've done this before even that concept of davos you have people who are excited about taking the vaccine and not excited about taking the vaccine looking at the same issue there and saying this is a problem you have some of them who are saying why aren't we more marxist you have some of them who say capitalism is the best system thus far and we have to maintain that you have some of them who are literally opposed to um the uh <clears throat> how do i put this um system as it's been and want to break it all down so to speak and then you've got others who say that we have to maintain everything as it is uh because alternatives are going to just spiral us down into rabbit holes of chaos um and there's so there there are there's so many more perspectives we could just oversimplify but there the point is there's more than two even looking at the same table doesn't even warrant the same perspective the same relationship the same concepts and oh they did start up again i'll have to close the window and i think that's the grand challenge because gates like you said he could be our Lord and Savior, but that's a crazy concept based on many other things that we know. And that was an exaggeration. And that wasn't exa- I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You. I know you. Uh, yeah, that would be cuckoo. And it's easy to see how he is more or less. I think you said it. I hope you don't mind me saying it as well. The like a high functioning autistic person, and that seems fair. A lot of people are on the spectrum, so to speak, these days. He so, may be. He may not be. And it doesn't even matter. Right. It's more important to just acknowledge that. There are so many different ways to be looking at all of these quote-unquote problems. There seemingly is very little congruency in terms of how to understand them all. And personally, that looks to me like the biggest problem in the sense that like, we don't even have a shared attitude about how to relate to most of these things. Well, because we're too busy arguing now about... Close the window. Okay. Yeah, we're, I mean, because we're too busy arguing about vaccines and the coronavirus and failed policy and 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 masks and 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 this le- whole left right debate that's really gotten out of control uh, i mean i mean people on the left and people on the right on these far sides are have just gone a little bit cuckoo seems so yeah but how would you I guess, how would you characterize the quote-unquote left? I can imagine, but... The left? I, I mean, I think the le- the le- people on the left have these huge hearts, these massively huge, heart, big, large hearts, and they care so much, but they're just being guided or... Not guided, but 
they're just being um, almost told what to think by 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 a nonstop narrative in the new, in in the news on certain channels, and 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 same for people on the right. Whereas I think you know we need to come to a place of center. We need to f- attempt to find the the sane center again. As I <laughs> as I mentioned that to you one time before, we gotta we gotta attempt to find the you know the truth in the middle of all these very very complex issues and i don't think the left has it and i don't think the right has it but we need to have a dialogue is is what it comes down to about about the issues that that really plague us and right now it doesn't seem like that's taking place no not well and that um that is quite frankly what i think i'm trying to do here most consistently and i believe that is the essence of somatic education to be able to see how everything has a place everything connects everything is relevant that in and of itself even is a challenging concept for many there are many and i friends of mine who would literally say the answer is not to find common ground it's to win to defeat to destroy well that's part of the unfettered capitalism that's that's kind of prevalent in today's society no you mean that's when like it, a when psyche it, like part of yeah, the psyche when, when at any cost i don't know if it's at any cost i mean it's not cheating and it's, it's meaning win in the ballot win with elections is what the, some of these people are referring gotcha. to gotcha. win by playing the game the way that it's that we've determined is best to play um there are other people who but who's determining which which way is the best to play theoretically the majority but obviously that's not necessarily working out um i don't think people are republicans or democrats i think people people generally just want to you know live a good life and sure you know free from generally free from outside interference and and they just want to do good and they want to but they don't, they don't with, want to live in they don't want to live in anxiety and fear oh God, no, no, but I, that's that's being that that i would i don't want to say being imposed upon us because that takes away our level of free will and choice as as individuals but i mean when when it's being smacked at us in the face you know constantly in a in a 24-hour news cycle what choice do we have and on social media as well right i've thought about like formulaically and, and regardless of the book that I'll be sharing with you, hopefully by Sunday night, actually, uh, I've decided I just need to like... Oh, this is your book? Yeah, I'm yes, not, yes, not yes. going to reference my book right now. I'm just acknowledging I've been trying to form, like come up with an understanding, like almost like a formula. Do you need more room? There? Nope. Oh. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> almost like a formulaic approach to it, which is kind of what I do in the, I call it the the lab over there, the movement lab, it is kind of how I relate to it in there with people when we're, we're able to like specifically be in the, a learning mode. The point is we're here to learn. Let's learn, let's explore, let's discover, let's be curious. I do think a foundational step, if not the primary foundational step is to recognize that you're, you have a viral tendency like your brain has been hijacked to think you can come up with a conclusion that's going to work for everyone at every moment the end stamp it sell it mail it out 
uh, <laughs> live happily ever after. Yep. I actually think that might be the primary problem in some cases. Well, the mind plays tricks. Hang well. <laughs> let's make sure before you add something that that wasn't too. Was that clear? What I've said. Yeah. The mind plays tricks might add a layer of complexity to it that could be confusing. Okay. Let's let's back up then. I think I know what you mean, but let's hold on. Let's let's slow down a second. So what I guess I mean by that is if even Vandana Shiva has an attitude towards the billionaires club of, as she writes, or as is written here, Gates, Buffett, Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, and other mug holes. I guess that's a takeoff of like somebody like Genghis Khan, which is a curious trick. I, I don't know that word. I think it has to, to do, I could be completely wrong here, but I would, it looks like it has something to do with, um, like a playoff of the Mongols, like the the original conquerors or the the main, like the most successful conquerors. Because she does relate these people to col colonialists, like through and through. They're, well, they're, they're also modern day robber barons, yes. Yeah. So to have that kind of a conclusion, even, even with coming from somebody's, coming from someone who seems to be obviously championing things that, you and I both care about, like the need for soil and the need for clean air and the need for humans to understand their inherent interconnectivity and interdependence in relationship to all of existence and not position themselves as the theoretical apex or conceptual like top of existence, which is inherently sort of pathological and destructive. Mm -hmm. For her to even have that conclusion doesn't really seem completely clear to me. Um, but it cut because it would imply then that now we have a clear cut enemy. <laughs> and that's such, I think that's the trick actually. You yeah. Said the mind a, plays tricks. I think that's the trick. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit black and white. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas. In reality, the truth lies somewhere in the middle, in the in that gray area. But yeah, I, I appreciate what you're saying. Um, I mean, are they are they the enemies? I, I I don't know. I don't have the answer to that question. But I all I know is that what we're doing right now doesn't seem to be working too well. So maybe we need to try something a little different. And and you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. And you know, I'm the first one to recognize that my opinions and my beliefs and my values are just that. They're my own and they've, they, they, they are often subject to, to error and revision. And, and, and that's like what you were saying. That's part of the process of, of, of being human is growth, is evolution, is learning and relearning and, 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 and seeking, you know, higher states for for lack of better words. Yeah. And so, and 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 a better place for you know our brothers and sisters and 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 each and every being on this planet. Because I I don't think that's a utopian dream. Where, in the con in the sense of like fantasy. Yeah, it's, no, it's not a not. utopia. Where, it's practical, where, actually. <laughs> yeah, where uh, I, there's no reason that every single human being well, shouldn't be. Fed. I'm glad you said that because I think what I'm attempting to break down is the where we make the mistake of becoming 
of losing that practicality and that pragmatism in our own, like you saying, the mind can play tricks. I think we lose the propen- the capacity for that pragmatism and that practicality on without even realizing it. Yeah, hundred percent. That's yeah, but that's not obvious. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to most people who do, who don't take the time to to really examine subjects or who just you know are so enamored with their opinion or or so stuck in their ways which a lot of us are and so i mean i'm i'm guilty as the net you know as guilty of it as the next sometime yeah but it's it, it's it is a lack of critical thinking in society today and i think we're just i think we're just that's a good way to put it which lack of critical thinking i mean perhaps i just i just think that you know a lot of us don't even have the time really to examine not only ourselves but these larger issues because is that true we don't have the time why do you think that i mean if you look at your average family who's who's struggling right now or even not struggling and working at home and taking care of children so security and sense of it's a security security, yeah. yeah safety and security yeah right yeah that's right I mean, mostly though it, yeah, the t- the lack, the con- the concept of not having time. Time is time. Time. The concept of time is is changing though. Go on. I think. <laughs> How you I doing? Spe- <laughs> you having fun? You all right? <laughs> I'm having a blast. Is Melissa gonna be okay? <laughs> uh, she'll be. She'll be fine. <laughs> we won't let her hear that. No, just I'm only joking. Don't let her hear you talk about time. No, I think, well, I think especially, I think with COVID in this last year, with the shutdown, we really, we really had an opportunity to, to, um, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. It's not usually that noisy out there. Oh, well, go on. I mean, we really had time to kind of rethink things and reevaluate and 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 re- if you reset financially insecure yes yeah. exactly and that's that's that that's the the point of we're all in the we're all in the same storm but not not in the same boat that whole metaphor that, that that's been kicking around on social media hmm. and yes there for those of us lucky who, who lucky enough to to be able to be in a position of having a little extra or be able to be you know, at home a little more during all of this, it was a great opportunity to, you know, really re-examine our, our, ourselves and our place. And back to the time piece, you know, it's hard to, exp- it's hard to really describe how time is shifting, but, you know, I f- it's definitely has, has that effect where, you know, whereby you know, the days seem long at times and then, and then maybe a week's gone in like the flash of a moment. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I do. It just plays, it plays games with you almost. (laughs) I'm careful. I I know what you're saying. Careful to. We could go, we could down, we could go down a rabbit hole with time, but yeah, I I don't want to get too, I don't know if I don't want to, I don't want to get too like esoteric and philosophical with it. It's not wrong. It's just I just don't know. an opinion. Well, that's okay too. Yes, sure, sure. Well, it may be more than an opinion. It's just uh, 
gosh, I guess I often don't dabble in that arena these days or seemingly less and less because I, I'm more and more a one-trick pony, I think, in that I'm consistently, I've been told I'm very consistent, for better or worse, <laughs> I'm consistently curious about what's agreeable and something like a, and language is so critical. Uh, and no, I'm, a, I'm obnoxious about it. I know I'm annoying about language with some people. They can't stand it. Or at least that's my own maybe insecurity, my own story. Um, but so the phrase even like um, mind plays tricks or it, that we use it with regard to time. Mm -hmm. like, I get so caught up in the, the language there and the concept of time as a thing, concept of time as a, or time as an it, um, and the mind as an it. I wonder, and it, you know, back to that book that I did think would be fairly foundational for our conversation, and and obviously, not that we need to stay on it. I guess if oneness is important, mm -hmm. f why is it important? First off, and what are the what are the aspects of oneness which we need to better understand? That's a great question. So. Finally, I got a great question. <laughs> so I, write I mean, that down. I gotta, yeah, use that one later for sure. Keep that one later. So with with regards to oneness and and ideas or words like oneness and and unity, I mean, yeah, they're tricky. They get thrown around a lot, but I think what it comes down to is, I mean, we all share, we all share a, a commonality about us. We're all really the same in our essence of who we are. Yes, we, we look different and, and we sound different, but that's only, those are only opportunities to, to get to know each other better. And, and, and ideas like oneness and unity and, and, and are, sound a little far off and, and, and silly and utopian, but I think they're exactly what we need to, to, to really, um, to really come together if we're going to attempt to, 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 you know, solve the issues of the day. Yeah. And they are cliches, but for good reason. Um, yeah, Biden used the word unity. It stood out to me in his inaugural address. And obviously a lot of people heard that and went with, went in their particular ways with it, interpreted it, broke it down, analyzed it, critiqued it, flipped it over, gutted it all there. And, and at the end of the day, though, you can't deny that unity is a an aspect of our experience. It's simply, again, what do these, how do we really, what is the effective, functional, life-sustaining and life-supporting and hopefully joy- joyful attitude for these and um, clearly not everybody's interested in unity clearly not everybody's interested in oneness or at least they're they tend to resist it whether it's on purpose or not but you can't deny that it's true at the end uh, but the flip side of that is i love the song one by you too and th do you know the story about this song it's mm -hmm. a great song and the story is even more fascinating 
literally the line in the song is one but not the same. We're one but we're not the same. And the Dalai Lama invited Bono and company to a like a oneness event, I guess, back in it was probably the early 90s, I think, when that album came out. Aktung Baby. And Bono declined the event. It, I love you two as far as mm. especially that era. And I, I their autobiography is something I'd recommend to anybody who especially wants to know more about the meanings of some of their their poetry of that time. And he's a, he says he you know self-proclaimed just like asshole in some ways, and this was an assholeish thing to do. But the point still is true that he wrote back, "We're one, but we're not the same." And what he meant, this is what he wrote to the Dalai Lama: mm-hmm. "Is we're in this together, but we can't just solve our quote-unquote problems with what he perceived, I think, as sort of like a." excessive spiritual woo-woo hippy dippy kind of mindset like we do have to work and break down well there's the action piece the action piece exactly and that's where we seem to not know how to we don't really know what the hell we're doing we're getting there you think so (laughs) i gotta i gotta remain optimistic we're getting there good I saw one of us should. I don't know if I'm not optimistic. Everything that's happening is is for 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 reason and purpose. There's meaning behind. I'm a pragmatic realist. It. That's maybe what I am. What meaning? I don't know if I'm optimistic or pessimistic, uh, but I put yeah. I keep doing what I do one day at a time, and with my own sense of uh, reality. That's all you can do. Yeah, but a, yeah, no. The pessimist in me is. Uh, that that never got me too far. It only really got me. Well, it doesn't it, anybody too far. It really only kind of got me, you know, further down the path of anger and and injustice and, and it probably and only is patterns. helpful if you're an actor or comedian. And even then, of course, it seems like it doesn't end well. It's true. You got to be careful there too. Yeah, of going too deep into it. Like it's not like an actor going right. too deep into their role. Yeah, that always, I remember the first time I realized acting is crazy. Just like, how do you force yourself to put on this costume, to play this part, to become this occasionally very terrifying figure or person? Like, I can't imagine how you don't have residual, probably negative. impact that doesn't have a negative impact on your well that's psyche long term yeah that's why some of those actors are a little a little kooky yeah but but um no we're all actors aren't we we all have our roles to play on on the grand stage of of existence well okay that that those are two different statements to me you can be an actor or you can play you can be you I don't know about acting. I don't want to be an actor in the sense of I'm performing. That's not what I was speaking okay. of, a performance. No. Okay, good. No, we just all have our role to play. Yeah. The, well, it, it, what's your role, Adam? Oh, that's a good question. Service. Ultimately, it comes back to serving others. I mean, I'm just using real estate as a ve- having to be using real estate as a vehicle to connect and serve others right now but uh, i mean countless professions and 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 you know billions are literally living in service to other people right now and those stories aren't really 
I feel like told as much. But service is the common denominator of, of all of it. When we can attempt to live from a place that's outside of our own selves or well-being, and when we can attempt to see others, not plight, but circumstances as our own or come from a place of empathy, then then that's when we can begin that process of unification, so to speak, togetherness, reconciliation almost. Got me thinking a lot there. <laughs> here, here, two, here's a fork in the road for you. Okay. <clears throat> we can either acknowledge that Bill Gates probably thinks he's doing something he's probably performing an act of service he absolutely does I, I i can promise you that that's quite a promise that's impressive okay so there's that and i wonder when i think about myself in this regard to what extent can i be effective in my service if i'm not focused that's maybe a, that's a very personal yeah i mean yeah, i guess we all have to answer that for ourselves yeah but focus yeah focus is a, is a key piece and I feel like with everything going on in the world, it, it it remains doubly difficult to 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 really focus on on you know on whatever it is we want out of life. That whether it's bettering ourselves, you know, making more money, getting closer to friends and family, or doing our parts to to better the world for our for our children and grandchildren. It's I you know that's. It's the action. It comes back to the action piece. Yes, we can talk all day long, but but how are we gonna? How are we gonna? Um, you know, bring people together in a common cause. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think the current I, like I don't like the current system is taking us in that direction. There's too much. Yet you're an optimist. I have to be. What cho what choice do I have? Well, how, how how am I gonna wake up each day and 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 look forward to to what I have to do and 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 take the right action to try and connect with people in in an impactful way? What what other choice is there at this point? Well said. Yeah. Well said. Oh, side note. You're a Q devil worshiper. Yes. <laughs> By night only. <laughs> I, I love me the devil. Did I beat you to some smart no, smart ass? No, I just finished shit. the the six part docu series on HBO. Oh, hold okay. No? No, I watched it. I watched it. Q? The Q? Yeah. Q into the storm? I watched it. You watched it. Yeah. So You're I getting a call. Oh, that's okay. Okay. They, <laughs> that's what that's what voicemail is for. I hope. Yeah. Some people can't stand voicemail. Some people have full voicemails as well. Wait, before Q, Q is interesting. Um, so it might be interesting. It's obviously important. It it is. It's, it's, it's only been four months since crazy shit happened in DC. Well, in yes, this country. But yes, I just I, wanted to highlight how important it is what you just said about oh, choice. Okay. choice. That's beautiful and and critical. You literally. You have, and that's what I think make, again, back to what I believe is maybe most important that, which is agreeable. It's like, how do we, and it is an act of service. I think that is 
And when it comes to providing information and educating and being a teacher and representing something, what are you representing? Maybe what you're representing is how to choose. I honestly believe that about, that's what I strive to do. And I honestly believe that is most needed because you can easily lose focus. You can easily get lost in the either or thinking, the, men, the warlike mentalities. You can- I do it every day. If you're not choosing and if you're not deliberate, but you're also doing, you're also not getting lost in it because you're deliberately choosing and you're being intentional about how you organize your world. Well, that's practice. Yeah, but it's not to be underappreciated sure. and not to be understated. It's extremely valuable. Especially the especially, most. Yeah, especially during these times where we can get a little thrown. <laughs> yes. I just want to highlight that notion of choice as being so important for people to recognize that it won't ever happen without that. Nothing will. That was the point of Bono's remark. Mm -hmm. Great. But we all have to choose. We all have to get on board with this, which of course the Dalai Lama agrees with, I, I presume. But we all have to choose this, or at least most of us. But you, okay, so... <laughs> To me, the tragedy of this moment or the challenge of this moment is like you're kind of saying, there are so many ways to get lost right now, to be distracted. And I think that all of it, the common denominator with all of it is you lose that capacity to choose. To make your own decisions, yes. Not only your own, but a very specific way. There's actually, I think there's a lot of overlap in terms of how The ability to choose, I don't think, is arbitrary. I think it comes with consistent, almost structural order. Some people don't like that part. No, I agree with that. A lot of people don't like that part. I don't think it's just an arbitrary thing that you just happen upon magically. In fact, I'm pretty confident it's not. You really need to respect certain rules almost for it. <laughs> Certainly, yeah. We well, we usually make choices and decisions and act from a place where sometimes we tend to regret. Yes, but I would say though, is I don't think you have to get into the regret though. No, I mean, I, it's not. A, no, I, I was just saying. So the norm is to do it in a way that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's that's the normal way of of deciding of choosing to act. Is we you know we come from for lack of a better word, a, a place of non-uncentered or non-centeredness yeah. where, we, where, where we react, There's a where lot we of see something and we react. We, the reactivity. We read something, we react. Yeah, and you can do it without even knowing you're doing it. And oh, 100%. It's, yeah. yeah. Okay, so on that note. We're on the same page. Q <laughs> influenced seemingly millions. So... I put it yeah. in the past tense, even though it may not be in the past tense. I don't, I mean, who, who knows? I mean, it's, it's some bizarre, it's some far out bonky, crazy stuff. The, the, the whole Q, uh, the whole Q movement. But I think there's a couple of things from it. First of all, the lesson is how easily the we can be. That sucks. Power, power of the internet, yes, <laughs> and how easily we can get skewed down a certain path of belief without regard for any other information. 
uh, to enter. But it's, but I don't entirely, at the same time, I don't entirely blame these people. Yes, I mean, they may be, I think it all comes back to it, it, a feeling of that they've been aggrieved, that they've been wronged in some way, or they have some perceived sense of injustice, whether it's valid or not. You know, we who are we to judge? But I think it's it, it, speaking, it all comes down to a general distrust. Yeah, you're in speaking authority. to the, the average, the average quote unquote Q believer pre January 6th. But even if you look at something like January 6th and that whole that whole insurrection as they call it, it's I know there was a, there was only there was only a few thousand people there. Most of these most of these Republicans aren't aren't these crazy Q followers. They don't believe that Hillary Clinton is drinking babies' blood. They don't and yet we we can't uh we can't dissolve the social media companies in their in their liability and their culpability with everything that's going on because you can better believe that their artificial intelligence and their algorithms pointed these people in a very specific direction. Right. And what we learned in that documentary is obviously the 8chan being the key um kind of organize, organizing tool, but conventional social media being complicit as well. Complicit, absolutely. Blood they have blood on their hands, no doubt. Facebook all these companies. Oh, and very much regardless of January 6th. One yes, of my yes. favorite films of recent years and one of the most influential ones for me personally was The Social Dilemma, without a doubt. It's an important movie. Very important. I, God, if we could just pull the plug on social media. I... We could we could attempt to heal as a, as a nation and a world if, if we did pull the plug on social media. Or at, so least, that or at, least, or at least it needs to be regulated. Okay, so back to regulation. Deregulation being a critical... There's deregulation of these corporates, which is allowed unfettered capitalism to to increase their profits at the expense of Mother Nature and, and our ecology, giving way to, to zoonotic diseases like COVID, et cetera, et cetera. But then there's also... Well, I was with you until you brought in COVID, but go on. I'm just not clearing the link with COVID there for... What was I talking about? It seemed oh, like you were, well, so unfettered unfettered capitalism yeah. leads to the destruction of the ecology. Oh, okay. the rape the rape of the planet. Yeah, deforestation. Deforestation. Yeah. Animals lose their habitat, em emerge in populations, and create zoonotic diseases like COVID. Sorry, you're right. That was clear. Yeah, and so regardless of a lab in Wuhan, the very, we know deforestation and different. Wait, mammals, wait, wait, lab in Wuhan? What are you talking about? You mean wet market? <laughs> Well, <laughs> I can't tell from your face. So. <laughs> I'm only half. I'm yeah. half joking. But I'm Who saying either way. It doesn't even matter. Either way, it, it doesn't from. matter to me. Well, it it matters, but it doesn't matter at this point. It, it yes, but specifically, why I would say it doesn't matter in this context is because we're speaking to the ecological issue. And yes, that's relevant either way. Correct. And either way, it ties back to a concept of ecology which is arguably inherently destructive and flawed again and honestly this might be the key thing with oneness and the concepts of unity and the concepts of we're all interconnected and independent is the inherent confusion about what separation really means 
That might be the most important component. Go on. Well, in a very real way, separation is not real. It's an illusion. It's a myth. Yeah. Sure. So (laughs) that fundamental point, though, is literally at odds with seemingly most of our conscious experience at the moment. Yeah. I think we have to get right with our with our essence and our true nature. Yeah. I mean, which is ultimately that, peace, which is <laughs> it's 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 love. It's 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 all those characteristics that we really want to experience and 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 live and and live from. That's that's who we are. It's not the it's not this bitterness. It's not this so inevitably, exactly. that's where the conversation goes because that's the most agreeable component. There is no, that's like the wonderful black hole force here. That's where it just inevitably goes. Yeah. You can't really go anywhere else. Well, it all starts inside. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 yeah, gotta, yeah. We, we really got to figure some shit out with our own, with our own selves. We got to really yeah. dive deep and 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 reevaluate our our uh, our goals and and our objectives and and what we really want to create in this world and for the future generations. I mean, I don't have kids. I don't. I don't. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't care about this. Well, no, you. That's not true. Based on separation, you're right. You just fed. Oh, you just fed. Oh, you got me. I got you good. <laughs> I win. <laughs> All right, I'm walking away. Yeah. I've won. Capital. Yeah. <laughs> I win the game. Uh, you, obviously, you care. You care tremendously. Like you said, there's an inherent ability to care based on being a, having a heart. We all care. I think every, every single mm-hmm. person cares in their own way. And it's all shaped upon their, their how they grew up and their place in life and their values and their beliefs and their opinions and their traditions. Yeah, it's simply a question of when do you draw an arbitrary line in terms of your capacity to still see things as inherently connected? Where do you draw that arbitrary line? And is it on purpose? Is it with a sense of, well, I need to draw this boundary for a reason or is it just happening unconsciously? And I think the danger is that it just happens without people even recognizing it and of course we're catalyzing our own destruction with that confusion i think think we have the wrong people in power right now yeah but what yes of course of course and how can we well so then you come back to just the step-by-step pragmatic um, i I still think biden can be the bridge and and very well oh in that power that context of power right president yeah well i mean i'm just not not so much i i'm not not so much presidency but just lawmakers and and they're just they're just so entwined with the the, the power structure the machine I, as i like to call it and 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 keeping it chugging along the tracks keeping it moving forward at the expense of the rest of us so to speak It's a machine. It is. I liken it to the to the Matrix, the classic Matrix movie. It's one of my favorite movies. What's the connection? It's that machine like mentality 
that power structure that we're so enmeshed in that we've literally been enslaved by it and we have no idea that we are slaves to the current economic reality that's our own destruction. And yet the solution isn't to demonize or to deem something as the enemy upon which you can project all of your um, anger and aggression and righteousness. The solution, at least in part, if not, dare I say, entirely seems to be reorganizing from the inside out. You're and talking that, about on an individual level? Well, and collectively. But I guess that's what I often wonder about. Is there a way to do it at the same time for the individual, for the individual shift and the collective shift to happen simultaneously? Well, it's all with, it's already happening. It's happening right now, even amid, even amidst all this chaos that we perceive in the outside world. You know, in the pandemic in 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 quarantine and in, in seemingly endless mass shooting and, and environmental catastrophe after the next it's all happening it's all part of the picture it's all part of our growth as a species no i know what you mean there's no disagreement it's just hard to reconcile how much we have to go through this if we want to get to that next phase. Yeah, but you know that's a hard pill for people to swallow. I hear I, I understand that. And we have to come from a more objective place. Well and that, then it's hard when people are dying, of yeah, course. A more bird's eye. Well, and that again, okay, so we've been I didn't really go Yeah, you know, we barely even touched on it. I mentioned the vaccine, but that's the hot button issue right sure, now. Sure, sure is. Of... Are we going to get to that herd that herd immunity? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a touchy subject for sure. Um, I'll tell you a story. I in my in my calling, you know, I spent a lot of time during the day just calling people. What? Oh, for work. For, for work, yeah. yeah. Just just on the off. You just on dial the, random yeah. numbers and see what I've happens. Actually, I've actually done that before, believe it or not. How did that go? Uh, you know, did you reach anyone? Yeah, yeah. You know, people pick up. You know, I ask them if they're thinking about getting in the market. They, <laughs> they, tell, they call me a scammer and, and curse at me and tell me to go away. But you could literally be reaching somebody in Timbuktu, right? Not if I'm dialing the local oh, the, the local prefix. Sorry, okay. But anyway, so back to this woman. I mean, and this story was devastating. I spent probably 20 minutes on the phone with her. We were talking, I don't even know. Oh, she was home with her two autistic children. She had, and she relays me this story of, you know, when, when they were young and they're on their back, they're getting their, their shots, their vaccines and their schedule, their normal schedule. Which is the vaccine? Is it D, D, DT? D Anyways, one of the vaccines. Which, which pharmaceutical company? Are you asking? No, 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 no. Just which, which of the the schedule? You know, there's the, the measles, mumps, rubella, polio. There and it's something called D. Something starts with a D or DT or what? It doesn't matter. Anyways, the point of the story D is tap. 
I'm not sure, but go uh, on. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter. But anyway, she relates to me. They go, they take the their son in, into, and this the boy's normal at this point. They take him in for for a vaccine shot, and and within 24 hours, this boy is wailing, literally wailing, crying, wailing at this horribly high pitched decibel for hours and hours, and and it you know, won't stop. And, 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 you know, they take him into the doctor the next day and they diagnose him with like some sort of brain trauma or something like that. But I mean, this mother believes that there's a connection between her son getting a routine vaccine and, and, and now the boy's current condition. Hmm. So, and those, and, and, and those stories are, 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 are pretty commonplace. We just don't often hear about them. So there is vaccine injury. Um, and, and of course, vaccines have their place in, in our society as well. So, I mean, look, it's, I, I totally understand how people can be excited to get the vaccine. And I can also see the other side where people are like, you know, not in a million years. No, thank you. So we each have to make our own decisions. Um, but again, yes, it's a, it's just a, 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 it's quite another way to, to, to divide and conquer us with the narrative that's, that's being played out again and again in the, in the media. The general narrative being you go get your friggin' shot or you're, or you're selfish. Yeah. That one. Okay. Or you don't fucking care about society. Right. That narrative. See that that's where you don't you're not a soft spoken <laughs> sweetie pie. Did you see did you see me get a little animated there? I didn't mean to. What do you mean you didn't mean to? Uh, I'm animated all the time. I know I need to practice my It's way I, more fucking I fun. I need to practice man. my passion. I don't know if people always know what to do with it, but it's way more fun. <laughs> um and probably good. It's probably also good. But okay, so I, I mean look, I, I I got I had COVID a few months back. You know you did? Well, I felt funny for about 12, a 12, 24 hour period. I felt off. And then people in my, well, everyone in my household got it. I had two negative tests after. So I think the viral load would have been gone by then. So I don't even, I can't even say with 100% certainty that I had it, but, you know, I, I'm healthy. I, I don't have to worry about it as much, but I totally can empathize with those who are compromised or older and who welcome it as a relief and as a barrier towards the, you know resuming the a new normal or a, you know and the you know normalcy so to speak does that make sense it does or am i just rambling at this point no not at all no no i was just taking notes we're talking about some serious stuff here i know that's why you got animated <sighs> I, I think it's interesting, to, or it's important to talk about why you resist getting animated, but let's stick with the vaccine for a little bit. <laughs> you can correct. Did I word that incorrectly? No, no, you got, you nailed it. I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on upping my passion level. <laughs> Good. Well, here's my question about the vaccine. Sure. Is sure. No matter what, no matter how accurate you might be about the 
critiquing the that narrative and critiquing the um or p- highlighting the unfortunate shaming that I think you're referring to that is part of that narrative or mm-hmm. is that is implicit to that narrative. Yep. It still seems tricky. I mean, you can't deny that it's still tricky to conclude not to get vaccinated. And you're in good company, of course. Many, a large percentage. Hey, I might get it. I'm just waiting my turn. <laughs> I'm letting the I'm letting well, everyone else get it first. <laughs> all the all the older folks and 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 teachers and and what have you. Cute, yeah. But you do know your turn is up. So is it? Oh yeah, I can go get it. Depends, but like you said, there are a lot of other brands though too, or at least you oh said yeah, there are oh, some yes, others. the other companies that are lesser known, Sanofil, uh, Sanofil, S A N O F I L, and several of the other companies are delivering vaccines to. India and other parts of the world that have the old delivery method, the old technology, rather versus the mRNA. Right, right, right. And of course, I think Johnson Johnson is also not mRNA. I think you're right on that one. But they 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 had a little hiccup there. They had, but a, I think they're back on track, right? Yeah, Mike uh, just was with a client this morning who said she went and got that one, and she said she did feel the next day like absolute garbage but i've heard that a lot yeah that's a that's a common theme among people i'm talking to with that one no in general Uh, pfizer moderna so between the last time you and i spoke and today Uh i got my first shot okay um and i wasn't really i'm gonna be fully honest i wasn't here what i'd been saying to most people i think you as well was that i i'm sure i will eventually get it I just want to wait more to see dot, dot, dot. So I kept saying that, and mm-hmm. I found myself getting really tired of saying that. <laughs> and wanting to make a very firm decision. decision. Um, and I applaud that. Well, yeah, but I'm not saying anything about it is right or wrong. I'm saying what I mostly felt clear about is that there was no... Nothing about why not to do it was adding up. No information about why not to do it was adding up. And I watched that three-hour Zach Bush thing that a couple people told me to watch. I've been all over the map mm-hmm. in terms of all the, you know, exploring all the, as I'm sure many people have, and I hope many people continue to, who haven't made a decision. And even those of us who have, because yeah. I think, as my one friend pointed out, like, Hey, even if uh, worst case scenario, even if there is some kind of really shitty result that clearly a large percentage of humanity has to deal with, well, then hopefully we can figure that out. <laughs> um, but not uh, the quote unquote fears, all of the various fears or whatever, whatever led to my resistance, I realized no longer added up. Okay. Especially given the time variable. That's fair enough. Time variable, meaning it's... Sh- it's been a seemingly long enough time that people have been... Right. Yeah. Yep. And some of my colleagues, we, we specifically discussed that part. Like time, the time part seems clear. It's been enough time, arguably. Statistically, supposedly, major vaccine... Um, consequences are clear enough within, I think, six weeks, yeah. supposedly. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. I, it's just, it all seems, it all just feels so, this whole last year has just all felt just so off, just so forced. Every, everything about it. I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, of course, the virus is real. Of course, it's affecting people and killing people who, who you know, who are in less than optimal health. And it absolutely, it's a scary thing for a lot of people. But well, and you're right to highlight that key point about optimal health. Like clearly, and I've I've been saying this as well, even though I have gotten vaccinated. My only, I realized my main resistance was I didn't want to give the impression that this was by any means some kind of um, solution. But even but, in that, because optimal health is not going to be achieved I, through this, you still no, need to. I feel like it's just a Band-Aid almost. I mean, people are still- Well, it gonna, is. There is people, no, it people is. are still going to go back to eating their, their Krispy Kreme donuts and, 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 you know, drinking heavily at night. So, I mean, what do we think that does to our immune systems, our, our nervous systems, our, 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 our physiology? I mean, that's the conversation that we need to be having, not how we can how we can exponentially increase the wealth of these already massive, massive corporations. And a good rule that I tend to find consistently working in my favor and in, I think, everyone's favor, uh, as the rule suggests, is both and. Somehow, I think we we need to f allow for both. Somehow, I do believe that what I've come to do, what I've seen, is that both are good right now. In other words, everything you and I know to be true about health, and anyone with a half a brain, really, to be frank, I'll be the rude one. Use your fucking common sense. I'll be the one to say it. It's not actually hard. I like to call it real wellness. And I mean that in a really almost arrogant, if not simply just blunt way. It's not complicated. You need to just not do stupid shit. And if you are doing stupid shit, why? You need to, ha you need to really dig into that. It's imperative to understand it. It becomes more complicated if you start to think about the, the feedback loops and the web of, um, of your stories and the psyche and the psychological stuff. But that's... That's the direction you need to go no matter what, whether you're, whether you stop eating the donuts, so to speak, Krispy Kreme specifically. I don't want to disrespect all donuts. Or, or yum yum. Yum yum's good. I'm a big fan of a particular brand of donuts, so I don't <laughs> want to disrespect all donuts. But whether you stop doing that or like any of the other uh, obviously destructive or, or in their excessive state destructive tendencies, if you shift those tendencies, and there are many, mm -hmm eventually you're still going to need to go exploring the psychological foundations and that's great and ideally you can do that in a graceful way in a way that is hopefully enjoyable to some extent if not eventually quite um fun and playful that's the goal but there's no denying that it it's it's common sense to a large extent, once you really are, once you're willing to learn, it does become common sense. Common sense in 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 one's health and taking care yeah. of. Yeah, there's a lot of it that's common sense, and I really, really want to say that in the most sort of um, <laughs> aggressive way because I do. I think we resist that to our own judgment. Like it doesn't need to be hard. It doesn't. 
You don't need to make it hard. So with that, why can't it be both? That's where I've, that's where I arrived. Why can't we embrace that common sense and do this particular thing that, yeah, we, this particular thing being the, the Band-Aid. The vaccine? The Band-Aid. No, I think calling it the Band-Aid is appropriate. It is a Band-Aid. It's, go, it's, only, it's only potential relevance is to <laughs> solve this one particular issue, which doesn't mean all of those issues, as I wave over here, mm -hmm. are even remotely improved. It's simply this so you, one. So you're saying- If you believe So that. you're saying- just everybody go, go ahead, get it. If you're resisting, just suck it up, go get it so we can move on to, to tackle the bigger issues. I'm saying I've started to realize that it, it doesn't add up not to, if it means we're slowing down our capacity. I don't think any of the concerns of, uh, have much weight at the end of the day. And I referenced a couple of things, like I said, that people are really rooting themselves in, in terms of their like point of view. It's like, well, I think I processed the same information, and I don't understand why that, why you made that conclusion. But okay, such is the su such is our our each uh, <laughs> unique ability to 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 be ourselves and to to take in information. Well, right, but I embrace. I welcome the. Is it right? I, is it wrong? I welcome the conversations, for sure. I just have never gotten clear enough answers. Um, clear enough for me, I guess, is the subjectivity you're pointing to. And it is yeah. subjective. It is subjective. Yeah. I just. I think for what it, what it comes down to for me is my point earlier is just. It sounds like I'm trying to convince you, which I'm not. No, 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 no. I mean, and part of part of it is, <laughs> part of it is, I'll be the first to admit, I'm a little selfish. I mean, what? Well, that's what, a good thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're right. It is a good thing. No, I mean, I'm a little selfish. I don't. I mean, what if there are long-term effects? Why, why am I going to put introduce something foreign into my body? For the sake of your health, if you don't have the capacity to take care of your own body and your own well-being, and that's just a general blanket statement. I mean, we all take care of our bodies in a different capacity, and we all fuel them in different ways. But if we can't get on the same page in in that regard, then then there's really no point. I mean, we're 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 not even having the conversation. We could have, we could have been two. We could have been in our homes back in back last March in quarantine. We could have been in our homes for the, those two to three weeks, and totally reset our immune systems. Again, and, and people with you, with immune conditions and immune diseases could have totally been reset with just with just a, 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 a you know a, a cleanse or a diet. But nobody's talking about that. Everyone's just talking about. Well, you mean the people with, so to speak, the loud enough or the podiums that people are paying attention to, the ones with quote unquote power, the ones with the um, audience, the, outlets, the yeah. ones with the respective capacity. They're not speaking to it. And why, that is a point that why has aren't been doctors made talking about for, Right. And that point has been. Some doctors are. They're just being, they're just, their voices are being drowned out. 
or sen- or censored. Oh, hang on. That's a can of worms that I don't think I know enough about the whole yeah. R- RFK Jr. He's not an he's not a I I mean oh, he Kennedy. Kennedy Kennedy Robert, Robert F Kennedy Jr. and, he's, his, and his children's health defense. I mean, he's painted as an anti-vaxxer. He's pro for He's informed consent. He's about the well-being of all people, starting with children. He is painted as an anti-vaxxer. That's true. You, I looked him up the other day. I mean, it's ridiculous. If you just hear him speak, he's he's the one who's pushing back on these these uh, na- these narratives, these, these corporate agendas. Whether it's in finance or tech, whether it's in agriculture, whether it's in biotech, whether it's with COVID, traffic trafficking of individuals, he's speaking out on all these issues. I mean, he's a hero in my mind. Sure, yeah. I don't see any reason not to but, say but, that. But but Twitter but Twitter bans his account. I mean, what what where does that where does that take us? Where what is that a first step in? That's what scares me ultimately. That this stuff can happen. I get it, and those questions are we've mostly like laid out the questions, you and me. I think that's what we've mostly done so far. And it may be all we do today, which is fantastic. I, I That makes actually a lot of sense to me. Now we just need to get someone else on here to, for some answers. No, I don't <laughs> want anybody to give me the answers. I don't want anybody to pretend they have the answers. That's I think true. it's when people are pretending that they have it figured out that it is mostly very, it, it's serving this, in, this mechanistic mach, um, monster mm-hmm. that you're, largely pointing to and that's what's not obvious enough to me actually i think embracing and living with these questions and still being able to make the choices is what's needed in other words the idea that you're gonna have it all figured out and know exactly what to do based on this this and this piece and it's all gonna fit together and then you're gonna be done and you won't have to think about it again it's fucking ridiculous it's ludicrous yeah it's never gonna happen it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I would agree with that. Living with the questions is not only a nice concept, I think it's what's necessary. And yeah, so what do we do about this quote unquote big tech problem as people call it? I don't even know a lot about it because I guess I'm I'm really mm. not, well, I'm not a big deal. So... <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> basically, the technology companies aren't responsible for for the content that's posted on them, which is how you know these these movements like Q and these crazy type. Well, things. but you said they are censoring, they are canceling, they are controlling. That is true, right? I, I mean. From all from everything that I've seen, yeah. it's happening. Any sort of stance or idea that goes against, um, you know, what's being talked about, it, you know, it violates community standards and all this 
and it, which who's that subject to? Is that subject to an algorithm? I, I don't know. I mean, that's 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 part of the. Well, these days, I know if you even use the word or the hashtag vaccine in social media, an inevitable footnote or disclaimer comes up on your post. Yeah. Um, so my point is, we're we're allowing ourselves to be led by these, the, the, by this machine-like thinking, by these algorithms, if you will, that these technology companies employ to. Well, okay. Actually, we need to be objective here. Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s Twitter account looks pretty active. Oh, it came back. Well, what does that even mean? It came back, and I, I'm not being. Well, they shut it. They shut it down at one point. Wh who? Really? Okay. So, but it's back now. Yeah. It sure looks like it. All right. Well, Jack Dorsey. See, Jack California Dorsey did the Democrat right thing. Democrat once. <laughs> back in February. This uh, Richard Pan, Senator Pan, wanted his account removed from social media. Same with Trump. I mean, I don't like the man, but I don't, I, at the same time, I don't think that he should be kicked off of a platform. I don't quite understand why this... Okay. So we agreed that it would be nice if we could pull the plug on social media. Yes. So, <laughs> let's just let's agree on that. So maybe... Facebook has too much power. Cambridge Analytica, they're selling our information. Everything comes back to data now. We're, we're, we, are, we, yeah. are, we are products in their mind. Well, that was the whole point of, that was the primary point of the social the, Right, the documentary. And well point and an important piece of information to let sink in. Um, hmm. Yeah, my one friend thinks that we need to just do what go the old Teddy Roosevelt route with them all. Meaning? I guess, what did he call it? He was the uh, the buster. He busted a oh, yeah. company, big company. Well, it's going to it's gonna have to happen. I mean, the monopolies are, are are very real right now, whether whatever sector we're looking at, whether it's the, the tech or biotech or, or chemical companies, agricultural companies, they're all consolidating. They're all merging together to form this one giant mass whereby they control all the patents and all the technology. And is this what links Menta up with the Davos concern? Is this part of the da well, Davos? Yeah there's, yeah, there's a connection there for sure. I mean, you just take, for example, the mergers in in uh, with these chemical companies, Dow, you know, Bayer and, and Dow merging, or who, I don't even know, the big six. Dow merged with a, a Chinese company. Oh, Bear and Monsanto merged. So now Monsanto and their bad name can, you know, can get covered up by, oh, now they're Bear. No worries. No hmm. worries there. Just We'll just continue to spray Roundup and glyphosates everywhere and, and, and poison our ground. No big deal. Those damn glyphosates. They do seem to be a consistent problem for the human body, for life. They do seem to have a anti-life tendency. Well, all, all the cancers and all the, the modern Western disease can be traced back to uh, you know, the chemicals in our food and our water and what we put in the ground. So ultimately, they, they don't care about life. They, they don't right, care about a, life. It's a 
they'll just pump the they'll just pump us full of high fructose corn syrup until until we take their medicate their diabetes medication and, and then it's just more money where where has that gotten us right now i i don't know i mean I, for each of us it's a little different But we need to, we really need to reevaluate and really become aware of what we're creating. And we're creating it every moment with our thoughts and, and our emotional well-being and which eventually translates to the, to the, to the action piece and the exterior piece. In every moment, we have a choice. So slowing down is critical. Slowing down so that you're clear enough about, I guess, not just what you're doing, but why you're doing it. And yeah, the why is why is important. And the and then the how is just your journey. That's your adventure. Well, we can't know the how because we haven't done it yet. Exactly. That's your journey. That's your yeah. That's part of the that's part of the fun. That's the fun. But slowing down enough so that you're. Yeah, I mean, clear. we gotta we gotta take time to to reflect. But there's the resistance to slowing down because of all of the because of everything. That oh yeah. Out. <laughs> oh, I mean, look, I'm, I'll be the first one to to admit. I, you know, I don't want to. I mean, I'm reluctant to do my morning meditation when I get out of bed. I'm like, the mind's already going. What do but, I got? What do I got to do? But today? doesn't the well, shouldn't I be producing income? Shouldn't I be should 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 should, should, should. Right, yeah. right, right. But doesn't the concept of slowing down just make you happy? Yeah. Yeah, there's 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 a piece in that. The concept of just slowing down and taking deeper breaths and allowing yourself to just generally be more at ease and then to occasionally almost organically if you will and instinctively organize yourself to do something that is action but is coming from a different mindset with a different attitude, one that isn't necessarily even about fixing things, but is inherently related to simply allowing yourself to be of service to whatever is literally right in front of you at every moment or whoever is right with you or touching you or making eye contact with you or whatever creature or um, project you choose to engage in mm -hmm. is before you. The entire all of that imagery, the, the possibility of just slowing down and taking, just letting yourself be more aware of, I mean, obviously it's a timeless point. That's why we go to these cliches of being in the moment and here, here and now and the power of now, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. which I never read either of them, <laughs> but I gather they're... Life only, <laughs> life only exists in the, in the present moment. Well, but, you know the the worry of the past is is just is 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 pointless, and 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 you know thinking about the future only creates anxiety. So, how can we come back to that place of stillness? That 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 now moment that totally talks about that's that's the practice of life. That's the that's the goal to be able to you know taste your own freedom and, and or peace or whatever it is or joy well the reality is that. that is the only actual freedom the rest isn't freedom say that again 
that's the only actual freedom. The rest of it isn't actually freedom. Yeah. Yeah, well, when we allow the mind to go places that aren't, you know, right now, here in this conversation or, you know, in your conversations with clients and or families, it's, everything else is is unimportant in those moments. It's how you relate to, you know, your way of being with them or with the situation. That's how we grow. Somebody should have just farted or something. That would have been funny. I do stink. That's partly why I wanted the door open. Oh, the window. Out since like seven, eight, or the window, yeah. You're looking quite buff these days. Thanks, Putting in buddy. extra time at the gym? I, I, I've been, <laughs> I'm in better shape than honestly maybe ever. And you're how old? 86. Yeah, you don't look a day over 70. <laughs> I just turned 35 a month ago. No, no, actually, I, I feel the same way. I, I'm for almost 42, and I actually do. I feel better in my body. 42! I know, right? Uh, better in my body than I've ever felt. And I assume that's because of the three sessions you had with me. Oh, yeah. I mean, that played... Well, I, oh, I'll go... Let's go no, 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 no. That's important. That's important. I mean, I remember you... I remember you gave me a very valuable lesson without even speaking words to me. I don't I don't remember the context of it or what we were speaking of, but you just, you know, you made this kind of came from a, a different place. You, you know, you puffed the chest out. You, you came from a more wide space and, and that kind of, that just stuck with me. And ever since then I've been, you know, really focused in on, you know, all right, how can I improve my posture? How can I widen up up top and 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 get stronger in the in in the all in all the right places so that i can feel better in the body and so that i don't say you took my sarcastic comment and you made it something really you made you turned it into gold oh that's sweet of you (laughs) yeah yeah obviously that's how we met but no you you mentioned a couple weeks ago that you've been really you've been so colorado you're gonna hike. You're you're gonna become a hiker. You're gonna live in the woods. In the mountains. You're gonna live in the mountains for a while. I've always had that fantasy of living off the grid, or of course you have, or living off grid, or you know, on a, on a multiple acre property with animals and gardens and things like that. I don't know where that comes from, I, but I think that's, that, but I that's think that's the inherent. only thing that makes sense. That's not just a fantasy. That is literally the dream. That is the only thing that makes sense at the end of the day. And maybe that's where we're all headed. I so hope so. Jeez. Well, it's clear, it's clear that we have to <laughs> take on a new idea of, of sustainability and agriculture and, and make it more local and more diverse. Yes. my fa- I will always push for people to watch this film. It's one of a few that I mentioned in the book, The Biggest Little Farm. That and Fantastic Fungi, two of the, my favorite documentaries of the last five years. Oh, mushrooms. That's a whole other subject for next time, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hit on it with her work, Vandana Shiva's mm-hmm. work with respect to soil and the dirt and mycelium. I mentioned mycelium. We, yeah. I, I dropped a little mycelium dust earlier. 
Mm-hmm. And this whole conversation has basically just been one mycelium experience and expression. We like, can, yeah, we can learn a lot from <laughs> from uh, from the underground networks of mycelia. You're doing a fantastic job of taking my ridiculous statements and and giving them some real context. I appreciate that. And not only can we, we need to correct. Hundred percent. Specifically, they are. I think at least two obvious lessons, if not three. One. Everything's connected, and and re, there's an inherent um, recycling and repurposing and reorganizing that is implicit to life. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess that's it. Yeah, there's the inherent literal interconnectivity of everything, and the inherent cyclical nature of everything in terms of decomposition like mm-hmm. what we call decomposition decomposition and the ability for life to emerge with the proper nutrients anywhere yeah that's part of that's well, maybe a third part what did uh, terence mckenna say all those years ago which mushroom will be at the end of history the you know the 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 magic mushroom or the 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 explosion of a of a nuclear mushroom cloud right fascinating how that looks like that and now they're now they're even saying you know mushroom has you know mushrooms have the have an application to you know for addiction in 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 therapeutic purposes yeah it seems like the willingness to say that's a fact has it has shifted but the research clearly has been going on for a while Yeah, whether it's addiction, depression, anxiety, general just mental, so to speak, disorders. The ability to, it's funny how, that's why I love playing with words, reorder, create order within your your nervous system to change your nervous system from being disorderly, disorganized, disconnected, dysfunctional to organized, functional, et cetera, Mm -hmm. to improve the connectivity. I mean, this is what I mean by common sense. Yeah, we we need a restoration of common sense, for sure. And then maybe it's unfair. Is it unfair to call it common sense? I don't. No, I don't I know think if that's that fair. Com- yeah, well, I just feel like the conversation's been hijacked. That's a good way to put it. That's Sometimes true. I feel like I'm living in opposite world. <laughs> but that, but the, but that's not the case for everyone. I recognize that. Yeah, I think it's going to become like you said that's a good place for the optimist maybe we'll we'll kind of leave it in that optimistic nate that optimistic um leave it with that optimistic note excuse me about that's where we're headed and terrence mckenna the former to answer terence mckenna's question it's the former let's go with that let's hope um god willing is another funny <laughs> phrase. Damn you! Was, you and your. We'll save. Go, we'll save God for another day. How about that? <laughs> well, now look what you've done. No, we we don't have to go there. It's un, it's uncomfortable <laughs> for a lot of people. Good it should be. It's not different though. Look, it's the same. It's the same thing. God. There is no logical way to make a distinction between what we're describing with respect to mycelium and fungus and God. It's a chicken and the egg. You, and you're bringing up McKenna, which means inevitably you're bringing up the, what's it called? Um, what was it was the theory? Stoned ape theory. So yeah. you can't ignore oh, the inherent yes, relationship yes, 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 yes. between the concept of God and 
literal, our actual ability to conceptualize. Mm -hmm. yeah. You are living in a fantasy world if you think that they're not inherently interdependent and linked. So at the end of the day, this is already God. We've already been describing God as far as I'm concerned. If you want to extrapolate further and try to imagine whatever you want to imagine, go ahead. Mm -hmm. But everything we've already been describing to me is God, and I need nothing more, quite frankly. We, ha we have everything we could ever need. Yes, this is all just a matter of reorganizing your concepts and your understanding. Hmm? Agreed. I may be oversimplifying and may sound like I'm, I don't know, maybe it sounds like it's being too reductionist, but it's not. I would agree with you. Well, thank God. Ah, crap. <laughs> Finally, we're in agreement on something. Jeez. I'm just joking. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand humor. What do you think of my polar bear? Love that thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Thanks. Where'd that come from? It's been behind you this whole time. Did you you just didn't take a look I at it? I just didn't turn around. <laughs> I'm very unaware of my surroundings. <laughs> it's been there the whole time. Yeah. Um Yeah. Nice. Speaking of time, I should probably get going. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah. I enjoyed it though. Me too. I think we'll probably, I'll probably position this as living with questions, living. Yeah, I think oh, that's okay. the key takeaway from me right now. Okay. What's your key takeaway? Progress. Conversation. It starts with connection and people talking to each other again. That's how, that's how, that's the first step in, in solving some of these big, big issues. We got to start talking to each other again. I agree. That's what I've been trying to do. Um, I mean, preferably so I can see your whole face. Yeah. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Maybe I'll just, I'll go out and get my vaccine now that, that it's my turn so I can be with you all again, face to face. So I got the Pfizer and the, yeah, there's, <laughs> I kept wanting to make really crass jokes for people about what happened, but nothing really, I didn't feel anything. I was, I didn't oh, feel you're, you're healthy to start appreciate that all right more for another day <laughs> yeah i think we'll leave it there um well thank you thanks for having me i enjoyed it really though what else is there to say we'll leave it at that right adam thank you so much I'll leave you with this
you know, if you're still listening, <laughs> it's probably some copyright issue with that. So if, uh, if YouTube has an issue with us playing that, I would love to hear from them directly, especially because I do talk about YouTube in my book, which you will be able to read soon. Um, soon is relative, but we'll see. I just want to say about that, you know, they, it's the video is literally like some kind of, it's presented as some kind of love song or like tragic romance, some kind of romantic challenge that's unsettling to these people. And if you read their autobiography, which maybe this will be my way of safeguarding the copyright issues, um, you will see that the book is not a love song. Or sorry, the song is not a love song, nor is With or Without You, for that matter. It is a... It's an ode to the need to get into the weeds with each other and break down the confusing projections and abstractions and conceptual and concepts which leave us in a sense with a sense of disconnection and separation and get into the nitty-gritty details about what is actually in front of us and how we are inherently yes one but clearly needing to respect differences and distinctions and inequalities and um variety and diversity and et cetera, et cetera. Um, there's no way to avoid the, the work <laughs> which such a process entails. It can be the most rewarding thing you do that we all do, but we can certainly not accomplish it without intention, without being deliberate. <laughs> It is not some kind of hippie, just meditate your way into bliss kind of woo-woo laziness. It is work. Could be the most rewarding work of our existence, but it is work, at least for now, until we've cleaned up a few things. Okay. Have a wonderful rest of your night or day or whatever. Thank you. Bye-bye.